podcast. Hello, I'm Erin. And I'm Rochelle. And today we are talking about lips. So exciting. So exciting. It's about time we get all that boring stuff. (laughs) Lasers and I forgot what else we've even talked about. (laughs) (laughs) Skincare, Botox. The boring stuff. No, it's actually, it's all... It's all great stuff. stuff. But lips is super exciting. There's just a lot. It's also kind of like, you know, trendy. It is. It is more trendy right now, for sure. Thanks, Kylie Jenner. Yeah. (laughs) Kardashians (laughs) in general. Oh, Kardashians. But then Kylie Jenner definitely made it skyrocket, for sure. I mean, even her sisters didn't really have lip filler until she started getting it. That's true. Not as much. Yeah. Flumped to the mountains. Yeah. So (laughs) we're going to talk about... You know, lip fillers, uh, the process, the before, the after, uh, what to expect. We're also going to get into, at the end of the podcast, lip products like lip plumpers, uh, lipsticks, lip scrubs, lip moisturizers, all that fun stuff. We're going to talk about our faves, um, things we try, things we want to try. Yeah, let's uh, let's all get into stuff. this thing. Everything exciting. Yeah. Can we start with like the big taboo of like duck lips that everyone is so speaking of Kylie Jenner yes so so many people do not want to get their lips done because they do not want to look like the overfilled ducks that everyone is so fearful of this is definitely an estimate I have no actual data or numbers but I would say only 10 to 15 percent of my clients that sit in my on my chair want or request large duck lips do they you know, I think this is the difference between your population and my population. So Aaron works a med spa. at a medical yeah. spa and I work at a plastic surgeon's office. So I get a lot, a lot older people, I guess, maybe people, you know, in the thirties, forties, fifties. Um, and they are like, girl, do not even touch my lips. Cause I know they're just going to look like duck lips. And I have to convince people all the time. No, they will not. I promise you. And it's always a subtle lip fill where I'm at. Always? Yeah, almost always. I never, I can't even think of one person, maybe one, who has sat in my chair and said, I want big lips. No really? one ever does that. No one. I would say, well, I mean, 10% is very small population. But That's I true. Only 10%. Like, I For will you. get one every once in a while. It's not only been one, but I'll get one every once in a while. It's okay. not on the daily. Most people say they just want a little volume or they don't really want people to notice or yeah. they just want a little bit of plumpness, you know? Yeah, I so. I surprisingly, yeah, I never get the people who really request the big lips. So thank God, because I don't even think I can handle it. I just, I, <laughs> I'm not into the look, so. I'm I really just, not either, but sometimes yeah. it's fun. It's, it makes a good before and after picture. I guess I could see that. Yeah, <laughs> I am with you on that because it's like, okay, got some lips now. And normally whenever I'm doing someone who wants a really subtle lip, you know, when you hand them the mirror and they're a little swollen, they freak out for a second. Oh, like, absolutely. We'll get into that for sure. Yes, totally. But with people who are like wanting the big Instagram model lips, they're like, oh, loving themselves. They can't stop looking in the mirror. Yes. When they're all about it, they're like, oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> totally. So, yeah, that's kind of the lip filler trends right now, uh, the sizes and the shapes, the whole keyhole pout thing that people are doing, which I think is kind of phasing out a little bit. Yeah. I haven't seen as much of that lately. And I want to say the actual like big lip, you know, the Kylie Jenner lip is kind of on the outs as well. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that too? It's starting. Yeah. I feel like everyone's doing it. So now that it's kind of becoming a little less 
I think popular. everyone's just starting to look the same. That's like, what I was just about ins- to say. Yeah, all the Instagram models are look the same. Like they all look the same. It's they a all have crazy. the jawline and the perfect mm-hmm. noses and the perfect mm-hmm. pouty lips and the forehead that doesn't move. And it's just like you all look like you're made of tiny the same little. Cindy Lou, who knows? Yeah. Giant lips that are taking over your whole mouth. And yes, like perfect flawless makeup. I mean, it's just like, I, I can't tell the difference between anybody anymore. And the eyebrows are so totally perfect and manicured. It's oh, the like, eyebrows too. Yeah. Yes. It's just, everyone's looking the same. And so I feel like, honestly, now people are kind of embracing their natural. Natural. Look, which yeah. I love. Me and I too. Think everyone should do. And there's still a place for us to enhance your natural which is normally what we're doing on the daily yeah to keep you looking like you uh without totally changing your face now with lip filler you really can't create a totally different lip i hate when people come to the practice and they show me pictures of other people's lips and like i want these i want these that is not going to happen because you Mm -hmm. were born with a certain anatomy and shape of lip that you can't just copy and paste a whole new lip on your face by putting some filler in it. It's just going to be your lips, but magnified. There's a diagram I saw recently of all the different parts of the lips. Like we just think there's top lip and a bottom lip, but as an aesthetic, plastic, physician, medical person looking at your lip, there's so many parts of it that we will assess. The body, the vermilion border, so that difference between the white and the red part right there. The cupid's bow, the arch of it, the philtrum columns, which are those little pieces that go from the top of the lip to the nose. Um, you know, so many, the commissures, the way they face, which are the edges of the lip. Um, corners of the mouth. Just, yeah, yeah, the corners of the mouth. There's just so many parts to it. And you really have to assess the whole thing. Some people have naturally kind of pillowed lips where they have like two little pillows on the bottom or three on the top or one on the top. It, everyone just has such different shaped lips. You really aren't going to be changing, especially with one syringe of filler. Oh, I don't especially care. Especially one syringe, yeah. I would say the lips are kind of the most artistic part of our job. There are certain fillers that go in certain areas, and there are certain fillers that don't go in certain areas. I think the lips have the widest range of different types of fillers that can go in. I agree. Like you yeah, say, you can almost put like every filler in the lips, depending on what. Some are made for cheeks, some are better for nasolabial folds, but like you can really mm-hmm. put whatever the heck you want in a lip. And each of them are going to give you a little bit of a different look. And right. so depending on what you want, your provider will talk to you about the different types of fillers that they have that can treat with what you want. However, I don't care what it is. I really don't think one syringe is going to be making that much of a difference. Yeah. I will say, you know, when I would do like one syringe of like Juvederm Ultra or Juvederm Ultra Plus, a little bit thicker, I would definitely see a difference in that. That's the definitely going to make you some, give you some more volume, but yeah. it's not going to change your shape. Oh, yeah. No, mm-hmm. right, 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 right. I agree what you're saying. Yeah, and you also need to realize when, you're, when you've are when you aged a little bit, what happens to your lips um, because you get some bone loss from the, the upper part of the mouth where, you know, the teeth go into, and you also get lengthening of the upper lip. So naturally, the lower lip starts to kind of fold inwards, fall inwards, Um so it's kind of difficult to get those to be puckered back out again. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you may even need a upper lip lift. Have you seen Yes, yeah, where they cut pills? it right under mm-hmm. the nose and then they pull it up and sew it just to make mm-hmm. that lip kind of pout up again. Yes. Yeah, I've talked to a couple of people about that, getting it, but we don't, we don't do it at our practice. Thankfully, it sounds like a nightmare, but... Yeah, a lot of times, too, older women, they will, um, even if they're not smokers, they'll get the little smoker lines around lips, the... Technical term would be perioral rided. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard it both ways. Fancy word. 
those, and a lot of people want to get those filled in. However, they don't want their lips to be altered. This is a difficult situation for us because if we're making your skin around your mouth bright and shiny and new, but causing those wrinkles in your lips to remain, it really is not going to match. It does not look good. Always try to talk people into at least injecting a little bit in their border. Yeah, it's just just something. It's not going to, yeah, it's not going to make a big difference in their face. It's just going to help smooth things out. And and it's just because people are so scared of having that overfilled lip. One syringe of filler is not even going to fill a fifth of a teaspoon. Yeah. So small. Such a small amount. Such a small amount. So you really have to think if you're not even going to be using a whole syringe on your lip and you're going to be sharing it in other places, it's really not going to make that much of a difference most of the time. I mean, let's, we say this all the time. I've heard you say it to everyone. I say it to everybody. Every time we have someone sit in our chair who's super, super scared and we do very, very conservative treatment, 99.9% of the time, we, and we'll tell them this, that they will come back and they will want more, that they will get swollen and they will be scared a little bit and then the swelling will go down and then they're going to want more because they liked the swollen look. Yeah, they're going to realize, oh, my lips went down a lot. Now I can really not notice that much. I want more all the time. I do it in my own lips for Christ's mm-hmm. sakes. When I first got mine done, I was freaking the F out. I was like, what did I do to my face? And then after like a month, six weeks, I'm like, oh, um, I think I need some more because it's really not that noticeable. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Just have that in your mind. And if you're someone who's just like, you know what? I want to dip my toe in. I'm not trying to dive head first. Just talk to your provider about that and they will pick a product that is maybe not so plumping compared to another. They'll pick more of like a mm-hmm. mild plumping one. Like uh, Wrestle and Refine is a good mild lip product that I like. Yes. In the filler world, there are two really major companies that produce filler for the lips, Galderma and Allergan. Um, Galderma makes the wrestling products and Allergan makes the um, Juvederm and Bicross technology products. Um, there's also a couple other fillers, but here in America, those are pretty much the most popular, wouldn't you say? Definitely. Definitely the most popular. Um, um, they kind of range from a thin... Thin watery acid. almost type. Yeah, like yeah, a, like a watery very acid. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a um Not describe watery. it like a yeah. like a like almost like a like a sauce, like an Alfredo sauce. Yeah. <laughs> like an Alfredo sauce. I like it. And and so they're a little bit thinner, a little bit runnier. And then there's thicker products. Um that like jelly. Yes, or like, like gelatin a yes. or a pudding or something. Yeah, like, like a pudding, some of the thicker ones for sure. So, and then based on what you want and what your provider assesses your lip shape, what can be the best for you? And those will also range in prices. Usually the thinner ones aren't going to last as long, so they're going to be a little on the lower end price range. Yeah, the thicker ones usually last a little bit longer too. And we're talking, you know, this all lasts about six months to a year, maybe a year and a half, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. I feel like average around eight to 12 months. Yeah, absolutely. Velour is a product that's FDA approved for eight months, but it's also not FDA approved for the lips, but we put it in the lips all the time. So. Yeah. Not my favorite in the lips, but yes, people use it all the time in the lips. Mm-hmm. It's a mild lip filler. Um, I also want to talk about that when people have lip asymmetries, yes. um, they don't realize it and then they get the lip filler and they're like, oh my God, this side pulls up more than the other side or this cupid's bow is a little bit higher than the other or this side folds in more than the other and it's like no no it was always like that and that's why we take before and after photos but Mm -hmm. you're seeing it more now because it's magnified because it's bigger um you need to recognize your lip asymmetries in the beginning of this so you do not drive your provider nutso i always point them out in the beginning of a appointment 
I do too. Or I'll like say it, you know, when we're consulting. Like I notice this. I we're noticing little asymmetries. You might notice them if you don't notice them now. You're gonna notice them after your lip fillers. It's not me. It's your natural lip shape. Right. <laughs> and we can try to fix them the best we can because sometimes you can modify mm-hmm. them. I will say on my lips, one side definitely flips in more than the other side. So Aaron and I will work together as a team and try to flip that one out the best we can. Um, but it's still never a hundred percent perfect. And that's just something it is what it is. And people only notice it if I point it out to them. No one's looking at me going like, why are lips so effing messed up? So no, it's, it's fine. <laughs> I'm looking at you right now and I don't see any asymmetry, yeah. but of course I know like right. you, you look know in the lips. mirror and yeah. that little bit of sloping on one versus the other. Yeah. We're all a little asymmetric people. One side of our face a little bit longer than the other. We have differences. If you take a picture of yourself and you stare at it, you will find them. Don't yes. be crazy though. Cause you're never going to make it perfect. And you're Nothing. never going to be. Yeah. Stronger. With anything on your face, probably not going to make perfect. Yeah. Also, I just like to point out that Aaron and I do each other's injections probably more than anybody we probably mm-hmm. only trust really each other for the most part to touch each other's faces so <laughs> most of the Absolutely. work that you see done is either by us or by the other <laughs> it's true speaking of lips last time i dissolved a little part of my lip because i had a, a just little shallow bubble that was not even noticeable to anyone except for me and I only wanted a little bit in there to fix it. And Rochelle said, no, you'll want more later. I'm just going to put the whole syringe in your lips. <laughs> so we did it. Made <laughs> they a look great. Bit, yeah, they look fabulous. It made them a, a little bit bigger than what we would have liked, but yeah. they look fine. And it'll just give you more time till you need a um, a touch-up. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I feel fine. Yeah. Um, speaking on the asymmetry a little bit, I also want to talk about little septums in the lips or collagen strips that really aren't apparent, but sometimes when you put filler in them, you can see them a little bit more. A picture that I've been floating around to best exemplify this has been Christina Aguilera recently. Um, Ooh, what yeah. was that picture of her? Where was that at? Um, oh, it was the Billboard most... Awards or yes, something? Yes, the Billboard yes. Awards. Yeah, because I remember Where... I saw that and I sent it to you and I was like, what is wrong with her yeah, lips? Yeah, she recently had some lip filler oh, or something and they, her top lip kind of just looks like I would describe them as pillows. That's how I kind of talk about yeah. them. They're like, it's just separated three tiny little pillows on her lips, but it's a clear separation from her cupid's bow, the top of her cupid's bow, cupid's to the bows body the of points. her lip. Yeah. yeah. Cupid's bows are the points on the top of your lip. So in the top middle. Yeah. And, um, so if you, everyone just Google this picture. You'll know what I'm talking yeah. About. Google her lips at the billboard awards and you'll see exactly what we're talking about with like the two pillows on the lateral side and then like one in the middle. And then there's like these two areas where the cupid's bows are that it pulls up and it just, it's totally separated. It looks so unnatural. It's so bad. And sometimes people just have these septums. I actually spoke with one of the plastic surgeons, um, at a conference recently about this. I have them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right yes. in here Cause that's what we constantly keep filling there. When we do my lips, my lips are a pain in the ass to inject. They really are. Yeah. They they're really hard. Are. They look fabulous now. Oh so no, they look, but it's fabulous. been a work in progress. Oh, it's a work and sometimes in progress. it happens, you know, yeah. get someone you like who's willing to work with you. Just, right. you know, understand you might have to pay to get those great results that you want, but no one else is going to be doing it and find someone who's patient that likes to work with you because it, it's going to be a work in progress. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I talked to a uh, plastic surgeon about that. Um, and he said that there's just the, you know, co- they're pretty much just collagen strips in the lips. They're called septum. And no matter how much filler you put, try to inject in that area, it's just not going to absorb the filler. It's going to bounce it right back out. And so I'm thinking that she probably wanted a little more lip filler and she wanted to try to make that top lip one symmetric piece. Yeah. And so she just kept trying to put more in and the septum 
just it still pulled it back up and bounced it out and yep. it made her those pillows even larger and more noticeable and in, in turn made the septums more noticeable yeah yeah that's probably so, exactly what happened because with mm-hmm. mine i have to inject a lip then wait like a month then inject that same septal area again and then maybe even wait another month and inject it again because it keeps pulling it out of mm-hmm. the area mm-hmm. yeah so you just have to kind of accept your genetics sometimes yeah so that's kind of like mm, the basics of the lips that kind of topic there. So I want to talk about like preparing for lip filler. And I want to say if you do not want bruising because the lips bruise a good amount, I feel they're very, you know, vascularized area. Don't take any Aleve, ibuprofen, uh, fish oil, aspirin, anything that'll make you bleed like garlic supplements, vitamin E. Don't get Uh, wasted the night before. Yeah, don't get wasted Mm -hmm. the night before. At least like two weeks or, you know, for about two weeks before your treatment if you don't want bruising. If you don't, if you have to take any of that stuff, that's fine. You're going to have some bruising. Cover it with lipstick in the next couple of days. That's what I usually do. It normally doesn't go outside the lip face. And so the bruising inside the lip, I don't really think it's that big of a deal. Most people don't really notice. Um, you shouldn't be having any giant hematomas or anything in the lip. That shouldn't, right. that's, that was a too deep of injection. You need to go to a new, a new provider. Yeah. I had somebody inject me once and they were a little too aggressive and I got a bruise like all above my upper lip. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a little much. So we have vessels that enter our lip about a third of the way in, in each side. So there's four of them that you can hit pretty easily. So you just have to be aware that you might have some bruising. It's not a big deal. It goes away in a couple of days. Yeah. You not can help talks. it. Yeah, yeah. You can help it by take some Arnica pills. Yeah. Take some Arnica pills. A lot of times people even say magnesium and, um, pineapple. Oh yeah. The, the pineapple for sure. Um, there's also, so you'd probably want to put on numbing before. A lot of times people will have a benzocaine, lidocaine, tetracaine treat, um, combination gel, whatever. A lot of, everyone has their own little concoction. Anything's going to help. Some people even do nerve blocks, but that's really. I've had that done to me before. It still hurts and I still felt it. So I was like, this is stupid. Now I'm just having extra needles in my face to do a nerve block. Yeah. It was dumb. It's an extra risk to you're injecting a lot of lidocaine. Lidocaine has effects and it's in and of itself. You can damage a nerve potentially. Also, you can bite your lip after the treatment. So that's true. I would just suck it up, do the numbing cream or be like us. And I feel like we don't even do it anymore. So we're just like, screw it. Just inject it because it hurts and we're just used to it at this point. Yeah. I just like a little bit of ice. I think that's the biggest help to be honest with you. A little bit of ice on there. Um, injection. So you can ask for that. You can bring your own. Yeah. If you do hate the filler for whatever reason, um, all these, you know, Restylane products or Juvederm products that we usually go to, they're all reversible. Um, hyaluronic acid fillers are reversible. Yes. So you use something called hyaluronidase. Um, you can inject into the area that does break down, uh, the filler that we basically put in. So don't freak out if you have it and you have it for a month and you're like, you know what? I just, I think hate my lips. I want it gone. Well, we can get rid of it for you as long as it's a hyaluronic acid filler. That stuff hurts too though. So it does (laughs) realize that, but yeah, you know, we have a lot of nerves in our lips, which is why it's a good area for making out and doing all the fun stuff with. So just like, just know (laughs) a a needle in your lip is not going to feel great, but it's worth it. it. Yeah. Everyone Um, always comes back for more. Yeah. I also wanted to talk about, like, we said filler can last, like, 6 to 12-ish months. Um, But I did read a study recently that was talking about um, how long filler really lasts in people. And they were finding in a large 
number of people, especially that I've had multiple sessions of filler, that they still found it in there like three to five years after. So just saying, depending on your metabolism and your, you know, body chemistry, that filler could last a little bit, you know, a few years in you. Also, I also read that they're even thinking that needle sticks and inducing the large amount of hyaluronidase or the hyaluronic acid at once can also induce collagen. So right. I've definitely read that too. Collagen lasts about seven years, so in in the body. So that's yeah. also another good Yeah. So side let's effect. talk about Yeah, let's talk about during the filling process. Um, I just want to say this and be totally honest about it. It hurts like a bitch. I know we have been saying this kind of before, but it hurts. This is not for the faint of heart. So if you're a big pussy, I would walk away now or just suck it up and do it. I will say that I think I'm a badass. I mean, me too. We obviously, we think we're badasses and we support each other's badassness. So I get it. Absolutely. I mean, I'm like, whatever. I don't need numbing for my fractional laser. It's I so tore my ACL and practiced on it when I was a gymnast. Like, I got shit. Right. Rochelle did my lips for the very first time. And I was like, whatever, I got it. And I told you beforehand, I was like, Aaron, I'm telling you, girl, they hurt. They hurt. And you're like, yeah, yeah, Rochelle, you're just being a drama queen. Okay. I was fucking fainted. <laughs> <laughs> I had that vasovagal response. You get a little hot. You get a little sweaty. She turned pale as a damn ghost. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to flip you up on your head, put your legs over your head, like break out the smelling salts. I was like, oh, no. But no, you just take a little breather. You know, yeah. lay back, put some ice on your head. You're fine. And I was like, all right, finish. Go. Yeah. And it was, I was shocking. Saying, it's never happened again. Yeah. I, I do. I'll touch on my own lips sometimes. Yeah. Without numbing and I'm fine. It's just I think, you know. It's a, it's a very sensitive area. You don't realize a needle there. It, and sometimes it doesn't even hurt, and it, your body is still just going to react to it. I would yeah. say if, I've had – I've only had, like, three girls in my time doing it that have had a similar response. But we just stop. We take a breather. They get some water. I'll, you know, if I have a piece of candy, Fan them a little? Yeah. And they're like, okay, no, let's finish. Everyone has always done the same thing. No, every, no one's ever like, no, stop. I need to come back. Yeah. I've, I've had a – couple people almost faint surprisingly i've never had anyone totally faint on me but it's yeah me either in in dermatology though because my background's in dermatology just so everybody knows um when i would go to take a biopsy or numb them for a procedure or something i had a couple people faint on me just from doing that that's just a little tiny numbing needle in like the arm or something so anyway i'm surprised that more people don't faint from the lips but it hurts but you can deal with it is what i'm trying to say just put the numbing on suck it up it is what it is. Just know that it hurts. Yeah. And I would say, you know, for the most part, I've even had some people be like, oh, you talked, you talked it up so much. I didn't really feel a thing, you know? Some people yes. I love doing that to people. I'm always like mm-hmm. mentally prepare for the worst so that when you get into this appointment and you start the procedure, you're like, oh, it's not as bad as you were saying. So, mm-hmm. you know, take what we're saying with a large grain of salt, though. <laughs> <laughs> very, very large. Yeah. Like we're, we're not Needly lying, sharp. But- Maybe we're being a little dramatic, but it's for your own sanity. Expect the worst. Hope for the best type thing. Exactly. But I will say, everyone says it's worth it. Everyone comes back for more. So take that for what it's worth to. Exactly. So afterwards, your lips will swell like crazy. You're going to have those huge ass. Oh, really quick though. Yeah. Sometimes when um, you're getting injected, you'll get a little massage too. During the injection, there's lidocaine in the product. So you... As the injections are going, you should get a little bit more numb and numb and numb because there's lidocaine in the filler. Sometimes you have to massage little areas, you know, feel it. I like to always feel where the product is, make sure it's nice and even and smooth. 
Yeah, massaging during the process. Too. You're right. Massaging yeah. during the process. But your provider's doing that. They're massaging you. You're going to feel a little bit of that, a little bit of pressure. Bruising and bleeding is going to happen anytime you stick a needle on your face. Um, you know, hopefully you won't really bruise, but there's always a possibility. Right. Anyway, back you at it. swell like a mofo. <laughs> yes. So, and it's it's going to be huge ass duck lips. You're going to be like, what the F did I just do to my face? I just ruined my face. Cause we all think when we first get our lips done, um, and it'll be the worst, usually the night of there, it's going to be huge. Some products swell more than others or more immediately than others. Um, a lot of times the thinner fillers, even though some lip FDA approved fillers say they don't swell. Lies. I swell with everything. Massively. I do too. I do too. Um, so Rarely do I get someone who doesn't swell. I mean, it happens, but Mm -hmm. I'd say eighty percent of people swell. Yeah, and so if if anyone's ever telling you that you're not going to swell, don't believe them. They're lying. They're selling you. I don't care. More of the thinner fillers, a lot of times, will swell more immediately. Sometimes the thicker fillers will have a little delayed onset swelling. Yeah, so you're going to go home and you're going to be like, "Oh my god, I look like Stifler's mom." Your (laughs) husband or boyfriend or family members are going to be like. What did you just do? So just make sure you don't really have anything going on for the next like two days. Um, if you're kind of self-conscious about that, if you don't care, I mean, nobody really notices that much anyway, unless you're super swollen, but just saying avoid any social settings for a couple days. I went on a vacation to Charleston the day after you did my lips last time. <laughs> That's <so>. true. <laughs> and they were kind of big the whole time, right? Yeah, I had one person come up to me and they're like, did you just get your lips done? Can I ask you about it? <laughs> oh, that's fine. Yeah, so it was fine. Yeah. I didn't really care. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. Who else am I going to see in Charleston again? Whatever. Exactly. Well, and even if it, if not, it's like what we do for a living. So it's like, yeah, I'll talk right. about it. I don't, I don't mind care. talking about it ever. Right. But yeah, if you are someone who's self-conscious, definitely make sure you have your day off work the next day or um, you're not really seeing anyone. Yeah. A lot of times, too, though, I will just – I do just want to point out, a lot of times – you know your face. You know the way you look. People very close to you know your face and know the way you look. However, if you're going to work where you have acquaintances or you're going to the grocery store or something, yeah. most people are not going to notice They're not done. Because after I got mine done one day, I'm like, oh, my God, I look like a stupid porn star. And I have to I had to go to, like, physical therapy or something for, like, my back or something. And I went in and I'm like, sorry, guys, my my lips. And they're like, what? What are you talking about? Your lips look mm-hmm. fine. And I was like, oh, this is great. Right, right. So people who are acquaintances, really know, they're really not really going to notice anything. They're probably just going to think you look great. Yeah. But I know sometimes when you know your face and you know the way you've looked the past 20, 30, 40, 50 years – you're going to think that you look like a crazy person, but total you really don't, which I think just speaks to the fact that how much we probably over-criticize ourselves anyway, but that's true. That'd so, be a little deep for this podcast. That's true. A little, little much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not trying to get into people's psyches right now about <laughs> how they're trying to fix their face or why I would say use lots of ice the day of the procedure, like afterwards when you get home for the next like 12 to 24 hours, um, it really helps with the swelling and the bruising. And then after like two, three days, people are like, oh, I like my lips now. I'm starting to get acquainted with these new big bad boys. And then it'll still go down even more that swelling and they'll get a little bit smaller over the next couple weeks. You kind of want to baby your lips for the first 48 hours. Um, They're going to be swollen and tender. You want to keep them iced. I like to get popsicles because I think ice gets annoying on my lips because, you know, it's thin skin. It gets really cold really fast. I like to kind of like get popsicles or something to make it a little easier. Your lips are going to chap 
They so are. you want to keep chapstick on them from the it's swelling? It's from stretching. Yeah, the mm-hmm. swelling stretches out your lips so much so that skin that gets stretched out eventually starts to slough off and you we'll, have really chapped dry lips. We'll talk about some of our favorite chapsticks at the end of this podcast. Mm, yes, exciting. So fun. But <laughs> just a nice thick chapstick. You don't want to smush your lips together, so just kind of pat the chapstick on and keep it nice and moisturized all day all the, for the next 48 hours. Um, no heavy makeout sessions. No sipping out of a straw, no smoking cigarettes, which you shouldn't be doing anyway, but... That's true. I will say if you need any touch-ups to your lips, because a lot of people, when they first get them done, they're like, oh, I see unevenness, or I see this part looks bigger than the other, blah, blah, blah. Wait two weeks before you go harass your provider, because it's, it's a common common thing that people notice and then after two weeks it's usually all subsides we'll talk about that in a minute but I just wanted to say that no it's so so important to wait full two weeks I had a client one time who wanted to get her lips done before her wedding she was flying to Italy and her wedding was in two weeks and I really tried to talk her out of it I was like listen I am confident in my skills I can give you a great you know a great result but I'm freaking out your wedding's in two weeks I'm not gonna even take that risk you know you never know how someone's going to react to it. Yeah, that would scare me for her wedding, too. And she's like, no, 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 I want it, I want it, I want it. And so I was like, All right. okay, you're telling me you want this. This is, you know, you're signing your waiver off right now. <laughs> we do her lips four days after she's freaking out. She's oh, like, God. I just feel like once it's a little bigger, I don't know. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm flying in two days. And I, I, as a provider, we know inflammation takes two weeks to fully. It does. To fully resolve. And me, it's like six weeks. So, I mean, most people two weeks, but it's still even more in some people. And I, so I was like, you can come in, but I'm honestly not going to do anything because I don't want to treat something where one part is more swollen and then you end up with a worse result at the end of the two weeks, one of the swelling results. And so she, she's like, okay, I'm going to think about it. She called me the day she was leaving and this is only like eight days after. Yeah. And she was like, oh, my God, they already look so much better. Be like, I'm bitch, so I told you. so <laughs> happy, blah, blah, blah. So she had a great wedding in Italy with her yeah. nice, pretty big lips. But it was a really scary situation. But you also have to realize, first of all, don't be getting your lips done two weeks before your wedding. Stupid. Second of all, you really, really have to wait those two weeks in trust. And, you know, our body, just it needs to take its, its time reacting to, to you heal. know. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I think if you're going to get your lips done for like a big event like that, do a little trial run a few months ahead Mm -hmm. of time. Don't do your lips like even a month before a wedding or something. If you've never had them done before. I mean, if you've had them done before, whatever, you kind of know what's coming for you. But first time, just wait. Yeah, I would say two two to three months before would probably be a good time to get your lips done. Right. Because that gives you time to adjust anything or dissolve Mm -hmm. anything if needed. Worst case scenario. Yeah, I usually say six to eight weeks for people who, like, really want fresh lips for the wedding. Tell me about these, like, little spots on the lips, these little glands. Sometimes with lip fillers. I notice them all the time, I will say. Yes, especially with very thick lip fillers, I feel like. Yeah. Again, this is genetic. So um, you will see – it almost looks like – we used to call them, like, seeds, little seeds in the lips where – Like little white dots. Exactly. You kind of get these little white dots in your lips, and you – a lot of times people don't really know what they are. They freak out. They're like, what do I just do? This is totally normal. Those are actually called four dye spots. And they're glands in our lips that keep our lips moisturized. And when we spread out the skin and bring those up to the surface of, the, of that um, superficial layer of skin by putting the filler behind it, you can just see them. So, so the filler basically pushes those glands 
to the surface more. Yeah. So you can see them more. Exactly. I see. Most people don't care. They eventually get used to them or they kind of like settle into the filler. Yeah, I feel like they they kind of settle into the filler a little bit. Yeah, because I'll get them too when I first might get my lips. And I noticed them in your lips too when I done Mm -hmm. them. Um, But they go, I notice them people all the time, but they always go away. Yeah, so don't freak out. Don't worry about them. If they really bother you that much, then just don't get that filler. Yeah. I haven't had anyone who's been, like, freaked out about it. No. I've had people be like, what is this? And then we have to yeah. talk about it. And they're like, totally fine with it after we after they know. They just want to make sure nothing's wrong with their filler. Makes sense. Sometimes you'll get little lumps and bumps from certain fillers. Also, that's just it settling. Wait, it'll go away eventually. It's not yes. a big deal. Dental appointments? Yes. No dental appointments for four weeks after filler. Why is that? Tell me why. First of all, any sort of um, tooth extraction, crown, any sort of... I mean, we have so much bacteria in our mouth anyway with, I know most physicians' concerns is with um, bacteria and a biofilm infection um, that can occur when we're inducing um, bacteria into the mouth with um, lip filler and things like that. Just could be like a risk for an infection. Like exactly. traveling into the lips and this on the other. Makes another, sense. yeah, another reason is a lot of times you're sitting there with your mouth open and your lips are pulled as wide as possible and that can move the filler. I actually mm. have had reactions. You did six, the other day. Yeah, six months after a filler. I haven't had mm. filler in six months. And my lips swelled up giant on one side from a dental appointment. And it wasn't from an infection or anything. It was just from the lip being stretched and irritated. And I think my sensitivity to my lips just are are larger since I've messed with them before and they just got swollen. So, yeah, and you, you just don't want to mess with that. You don't want to be massaging the filler. Biting the filler, if you have a nodule, leave it alone. Yeah. Don't Let a provider, If you have a superficial bubble, your provider should be able to dissolve that or extract it. And those really shouldn't be happening very often um, if your filler is injecting correctly. So there is one aware of those. Um, company that has having some issues with nodules. I will not name them. Um, It's very, very rare, and it's really not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. And I think it's very underreported because I don't think it's that big of a deal, but sometimes people get little nodules in areas that this product has been filled or used to fill. And you just kind of want to leave it alone. It'll go away. But don't bite it or mess with it. You can fix it. Let your filler... Or let your you actually, provider take care of it. Yeah, and you do kind of want to report it and just go in and see. Just know it's normal and know that it can be taken care of just so everything can get fixed appropriately. Because I have seen someone try to bite that, and it it caused scar tissue. Yeah. Not a good look. Too. Yeah, not good because that's permanent scar tissue. Anyway, like Aaron said before, real quick, the bumps and lep lumps in the lips um you're gonna get little weird pockets of swelling and the filler as much as we massage it still it's like how i explain it to people when you inject the lips it's like injecting swiss cheese like it wants to go in like weird little channels Mm -hmm. and like go a little bit over here and a little bit over there so you try to massage it till you make it all kind of like you know cohesive with each other so during the process of healing if you feel little bumps i always tell people you can just gently kind of massage and roll them out a little bit but they will go away it just takes wait give it two weeks it will go away i never tell people to massage i'm glad you trust your clients more than i do and i tell them i go very gently you can lightly massage those things that's the only time i tell them they can massage the damn lips oh i never ever tell anyone to massage because people go crazy (laughs) but it, it settles. It, I, it I mean, does it, settle. It settles. And so you really don't. And you don't need to. 
you really shouldn't, but if you need yeah. to lightly use it. That's why I tell you, I go, listen, if you got a big old bump, like, after, like, two, three days, and you just want to, like, mm, massage that, make you feel better, it's not going to really hurt it, because it can't go anywhere. You're not, like, displacing it so much in the lips that it's, like, makes a huge difference, so. Yeah. Filler anywhere else? No, forget it. Don't touch it. Yeah. I, I say with the lips, don't touch it either, but, I mean, it's totally up to you and your provider, and yeah, whatever. It, it's yeah. going to go away. Your it's going to... It's going to resolve eventually. Yeah, it'll it'll be fine. It'll settle. Real quick, let's talk about, like, touch-ups, side effects, and then I want to talk about myths. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, touch-ups, uh, people usually get them anywhere between 6 to 12 months. I probably do mine once a year, maybe, once every eight months. How often do you do yours? Probably once a year. Um, I haven't done mine since um... – so, I'm, like, eight months out right now, and I okay. still feel like mine haven't really changed are at perfect. all. Same. Mm-hmm. I'm, like – yeah, since like November and I'm like, mm-hmm. I feel like mine are totally fine. So yeah, I mean, I think I ha- the more we've gotten it, the less you kind of need because we have our mm-hmm. own collagen simulating in there. It's probably lasting longer in us. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but I would say, you know, some people come in every six months some people come in once a year. Some people come in once every two years. I have people come in, want to come in every two months, but That's you know, crazy. Put yeah, to that shit. your own preference. There's really no, I mean, there's limitations. You don't look like a total weirdo, but I mean. I think you also, you kind of always need to go back to your photos from a couple years ago and remind yourself. When you were younger. What you look like, because sometimes people just get a really distorted perception of what they used to look like. I have someone who came in and they were like, my lips are so small now. And they were bouncing off her face towards at me. (laughs) And I was like, wait. They're, they're not. And she's like, they've totally gone down. My, my body eat up, ate up all the filler. And that's like, when you want to refer to a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be like, I cannot mm-hmm. help you anymore. And, you know, I get it. People are like, I want bigger, bigger, bigger. That's one thing. But when yeah. people are actually forgetting what they looked like two months ago. And it happens. You know, you it look does. at yourself. You, you kind of forget. So just kind of remind yourself. Pull out some old pictures from a couple years ago. And take a look at yourself again. And make sure it's something you really want. Let's talk about a myth real quick, or a couple of them. People think that once you fill the lips and then it goes away, that your lips will be these stretched out, gross, deflated balloons. <laughs> I was thinking of like a boob that's just been, you know, yeah. like a mom's boob after you're she's right. Like <laughs> You were pregnant and then you had your baby and then you have these big voluptuous boobs and all of a sudden you breastfeed and then you have this deflated balloon on your chest. That is not what is going not. to happen with your lips. Okay. With lips... It's hyaluronic acid, which is a natural component in your body. So your body is only going to get rid of this hyaluronic acid that we put in there because you have natural cells that eat up old hyaluronic acid And very slowly. Very, very slowly. The lips have an ability to jump back quicker. And I think it's because they're a mucous membrane, too. They're not like regular skin. Correct. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, they're more um, stretchy. So they're not ever going to deflate like that. So it's like an old saggy boob, if you will. Yeah. They go right um, back to the way they were. Unless exactly. you put in, like, five syringes at one time or four syringes at one time, then you might F your shit up. But we'll see what happens. Just don't do that. Don't That's do that. a little much. It, it is. It, it can don't stretch it. out too much. And But, you know, either way, it's not going to deflate and look all crazy. Yeah, you're one fine. One syringe, two syringe, you're going to be fine. Just stop thinking that because I'm tired of hearing it from people. <laughs> right. And then stop also, it. like we said before, with the injections, you get some – residual plump even when the filler dissolves because of that collagen induction so if if anything it's probably going to end up better off than it was before anyway that's true your lips every time you get them injected they're just going to keep their plumpness 
each time you inject them. Like for us, we were just talking about, we don't even need to do touch-ups really that often anymore because we've done it so much in the past few years that it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. So you're good to go. All right. So let's talk about lip implants, these permanent lip implants. So good example of this would be Lisa Renna, one of my favorite housewives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's such a crazy bitch. Poor girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she has a silicone implant in her lip, and this is another option for someone who would like a permanent result. However, with permanent results come more risks. Yeah, more risks for uh, unnatural looks and, uh, you know, complications. And if you hate it, getting it out is a real bitch, um, mm-hmm. especially if it's been in there for a couple years because it almost becomes one with you, and to remove that can really disfigure your face. A lot of times, too, they'll even flip, oh, yeah. and you can feel the edges in the middle of your lip. It's just, it, there's a little bit more complications, you know? Yeah. It's just really, I would say, not something I, would never. I see very popularly done at No, all. and I feel like a lot of doctors and people don't want to mm-hmm. do it. It's just too risky, too much of a pain in the ass. I would never recommend it. I would never do it myself, so. I would never do it either. I mean, I've seen, I've only seen one person at my whole time, and working in the aesthetics field with it done if you want something permanent maybe go for it I just it looks very unnatural too yeah. so I know people don't like the idea of oh filler and it doesn't last and I have to keep up with it but honestly it's worth it because mm-hmm. you will at least look natural and it's more controllable less risks and side effects I, it's totally worth it to me but any be? surgery is gonna be more risk too yeah um just um, like fat transfer yes fat transfer to lips so people are like well I don't need to get filler. I could just take fat from, you know, a part on my body and inject it in my lips. Well, they have uh, done studies on this and have noticed that, well, it's, I mean, it's not rocket science. This is basic science here. If you gain weight, your fat cells increase in size. You do not increase in numbers. Your fat cells stretch and shrink depending on how much weight you gain or lose. So if you put fat in your lips and you decide to gain, you know, 10, 20, 30 pounds, Guess what else gains weight is your lips. So your lips will also get bigger, especially in younger patients who decide to do this. It's very common in that. And then um, if you decide to lose a bunch of weight, your lips shrink. Yes. So, yeah, you just have to take that into account. It, again, it's just not as predictable as a precise filler. A lot of technology has improved this procedure. It used to be way more unpredictable because when you're transferring fat, the fat cells actually kind of die off. It's the fat stem cells that remain and that's what causes your body to produce those fat cells in the, the areas that's injected so a lot of times it's very unpredictable that the take of the fat the fat stem cells in the areas can be a little unpredictable technology is improving it but it's still not a perfect science um yeah. it's still not a perfect procedure yeah. so you just have to know that there's a lot more risk to it we do it at our practice um, my doctor will do it not all the time just for the right patient um i will say most patients are happy and they are above the age of 40 i will say it depends on the person's quality of fat as well, because if it's not good quality fat cells, you're not, you know, a totally healthy person. Or if you're too overweight, those fat cells don't last. Your body ends up killing them off and it's like you got nothing done. So it's almost a waste of money. How you can tell if this is going to happen or not, you don't know a lot of the time. So really it's just doing it and seeing what happens really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard to remove too. Yeah, some people love it. Some people didn't really notice anything. It's just a risk. So, you know, if you're going under the knife, maybe you want to try it. A lot of people I hear, they're like, oh, it's not plump enough. That's what I hear all the time. Or they don't notice it anymore. 
Yeah, again, it's not as precise as a filler, so yeah. it's just taking that. So as- some natural lip plumping uh, devices that people use. I've heard of this Revive Light Therapy, which uses infrared light that is supposedly used to help stimulate collagen growth. I've never used it. I haven't really read much reviews on it. I just know it exists. If anyone else has used it, let me know because I don't know. I mean, the infrared light is like the newest, latest, and greatest help I know for everything. I feel like it's so superficial. Like there's like infrared tanning beds. These they're not tanning, but they're like they look like a tanning bed, but they're infrared. They're just about collagen stimulation. Yeah. Obviously, there's science behind it. There's proof that I, how often you have to do this for how long is there? I know you're gonna have to do it forever because it's just ugh. sounds and, exhausting. And for how much results? But, yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't think it's worth it. Another natural way to plump your lips is by doing the Kylie Jenner challenge. <laughs> that was popular. Like all these like high schooler teenagers were like killing their lips off and like <laughs> sucking into the cup yeah ruining their faces <laughs> pretty much giving yourself a hickey on your lips yeah to cause, induce blood rushing into the lips vasodilation causing your lips to plump up you temporarily yourself it doesn't yeah. work it doesn't work it's just temporary and then you look stupid you look like you got punched in the face i don't get it it's weird <laughs> not worth it I mean, if you really want to do it, you're, like, going out that night and you have, like, a little bit of, like, one of those sucker lip tools that kind of plumps it a little bit, fine, so be it. Just don't overdo it because you really can, like, cut off blood supply to your lips and literally cause your lips to die in certain areas and necrose, which means legit die, so. I mean, this is stupid. It's just stupid. <laughs> I agree. This is dumb. Anyway, should we get into products? Yeah. Do you want to say anything else on that? No. I oh, feel okay. like you should do it. Just just be normal. Just, <laughs> just be normal. Get filler and be normal. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't lipstick on. Overline your lips if you have to. I yeah. mean, Jesus. I agree. I agree. Uh, so what, what should we talk about? Lip masks? Yes. Love me a good lip mask. Yeah. I haven't found any real good ones that I like. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I, I'm, I'm into – I – have a nightstand with a million different lipsticks. Well, not a million, but my favorite lip products for nighttime sleeping masks in this drawer. And I have so many good things in there. My favorite right now is the, how do you say this? Laneige? Laneige. That's what I knew you were going to say yeah. that one because you did really like that. It's I a really nice sleeping mask. Um, I, you know, you put it on at night, you wake up with nice, beautiful little lips. It's, I'm, I suffer from dry chopped lips and this is one that I really know this a difference in. I feel like mine are always dry too, which is weird because I don't have dry skin anywhere, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, my lips always feel kind of dry. And I think it's a lot of my lipsticks I wear because they are long lasting. They'll dry out my lips. Yeah. It happens. Um, yeah. You told me about your Laneige one and how much you liked it. So I was like, all right, I need to go try like an overnight lip mask thing. So I really wanted to get on that whole like cruelty free bandwagon because I know. I know. Laneige. I was sad when you told me that. I know. I was like, oh, it's not cruelty free. And I, I just get on this kick where I really try to buy all products now that are cruelty free. I know it's always hard, so I can't always do it, but for the majority I try well, you know, we try to be aware of that. Did can. you listen to the fat mascara about cruelty yes, or the I leaping bunny? I almost started crying. I you guys they test sad. animals by putting products in rabbits, beautiful little bunnies' eyes, and then they chain them down for days. And, and they, they don't let the animals what... rub their eyes. Yeah, oh god, that's really sad. Listen to Fat Mascara, that episode. It's it's good. And also, Natch Beauty is another one we listen to, and she's all about 
cruelty free mm-hmm. and vegan and you know good for the environment products but still really good products and I really she's definitely inspired me a lot um in products too and it's just like you know what I'm just trying to make a difference a little bit that I can here yes. so back to the lip masks I started looking up ones that were cruelty free and I found one that's called I'm not pronouncing this right because there's like two dots over the U and I don't know what that means but nug is how I would say it in my you know American, you know, voice, I guess. Uh, it's N-U-G-G. And I think you can find it like Target or wherever. I think I ordered it on Amazon. But it has like shea butter and like, you know, coconut oil and all this stuff in it. It was like $8. It's in a cute little gold round like container. Yeah, it's super um, cute looking. It looks like really luxurious. Yeah, it does. But I will say it's okay. It's not. I'll go to sleep with it on. It says leave it on for 15 minutes, but I'll go to sleep with it on. And it's it works, but it's just not my favorite because when I take it off, I feel like it feels a little waxy afterwards. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it is unfortunate, but you know, I have it. I'll use it every now and then. Do you have one that you love? Um, no, but we can talk about what I do at night as like my lip routine, like my nighttime lip routine. I usually will put like squalling oil on and I have like the Peter Thomas Roth, uh, squalling oil. I'll put a little bit of that on and then the Osea, O-S-E-A, which if you guys have not heard of this brand, I'm really obsessed right now. You can ask Erin. I just made her order mm-hmm. samples. I'm so obsessed. Samples are coming. Samples are coming. Um, I got the eyes and lips um, cream or serum or something that they have. And it is amazing. It has transformed my lip life. I put this on at night and I wake up in the morning and all I want to do is rub my fingers across my lips over and over again because they're so soft. <laughs> like velvet lips. Um, and this is like You're like begging your husband to make out with you. I know. I'm like, just feel everyone feel them. Feel them at work. I don't care who you are. Um, I'm totally going to buy this. It's like $60. Um, it's This is an expensive brand, but it's one of those like all cruelty free, like has algae and everything. It's like super all natural. The company is like family owned, super awesome stuff. So I would highly recommend that. That's what I'm doing right now. Sounds worth it. Yeah. Do you do anything special to your lips besides the Laneige? I have a couple products I just switch between. I really like the Laneige. I have my eye on the Kiehl's butter mask for lips right now. That yeah. one looks pretty amazing. It's $24. But you know, the Laneige is like 20 bucks. I don't know. I might yeah. get it. Usually I get impatient. I always want to try something. And right. I, always, I always tell myself I'm going to wait till my other one runs out, but I never do. I know. It's like you get like kind of maybe halfway through it or something a couple months go by and you're like, all right, it's time for another. Exactly. I mean, um, whenever I get ready in the morning, I'll put like an oil on my lips. Um, Same. When I get ready. And then by the time I'm done putting my makeup on and everything, it'll be soaked in. And I can put a lipstick on. And I think that's a really good trick. Yeah. In the morning, I'll either put the squalene oil on and then I sometimes have this it's this brand called You and Oil, and it's like all natural, you know, vegan, cruelty free, blah, blah, blah. And uh, it's their antioxidant oil. It has like marula, acai, and like fig oil in it. And it's really nice. They put that on the lips too. Um, the oil that I like, I like the Biosant Squalene Oil as well. Yeah, um, with the vitamin C in it. Mm-hmm. That's a nice one too. I also a little like expensive. Yeah. I also <laughs> like another that? expensive one. Yeah. The Touch, um, the Biosant. Um, I want to say it's like around 50 or something. I want to say that, like 60-ish. I want to yeah. say around 60-ish, yeah. Oh, yeah, and the Tatcha oil. I haven't tried that one yet, but do you like it? Yeah, I think it's like 58 to $60. Yeah. Um, we'll link everything on our website, everybody. Yeah. Um, the Tatcha, yeah, it's Tatcha Gold Camellia, I think I'm saying that right, beauty oil. 
That one's like a hundred bucks. So it looks really pretty on your nightstand. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Great packaging. It is. It's amazing. That's actually one of my favorite oils because it is thick and it moisturizes, but it doesn't like it really absorbs. Mm, So it's not leaving you oily. That's what I like about all the squalene oils. They Mm -hmm. really absorb them. They're super luxurious in that way. I love it. I have tried Fresh makes a lip serum. And I was like super excited for this. Yeah, it's the lip sugar lip serum advanced therapy. Um, I wasn't that impressed, sadly. I was really excited for it. And I found out they test on animals too, which is sad. But aside from that, you know, do what you want. But I didn't find that it was that great of a product. Yeah, it kind of just made my lips feel a little a little dry in a weird way. It That's the problem with chapstick. If you don't have a good one that absorbs, it really doesn't do anything. I know. Like waxy ones. Well, this is a serum, so it was a, it's a little like watery base, but still I feel like they just absorbed mm-hmm. in and it didn't like do anything. Like my lips ate it up and then I didn't feel any benefits. Yeah. And then like like you said, like chapsticks that have like a lot of wax in them, like even like Burt's Bees, sadly, not very moisturizing. It just mm-hmm. kind of like wax on your damn lips. Yeah, I just kind of prevents more chopping but doesn't really resolve the chopping that you have at this point right I feel like I'm an expert in chopped lips first of all I'm from Chicago where (laughs) (laughs) it's actually really funny every time you put up yeah and windy and freezing so dry that it penetrates you it's just the worst every time I put on a jacket when I go home to Chicago I always find chopstick in the pockets (laughs) hilarious um not only that but I also did Accutane which dries the shit out of your lips so that's true I feel like an expert if anyone needs to ever. That's true. You're like the dry guru. (laughs) (laughs) Another Um, one of my favorite products for dry lips is Dr. Lip Miracle Balm. It's 100% natural. It is so thick. It's thicker than Neosporin or even like. Aquaphor Vaseline. Oh, yeah. It's it's amazing. It's really hard to get out out of the squeezer tube, which is a little annoying. But it's so worth it. It actually reminds me of a product that whenever I was in gymnastics, we would put on our um, rips to help soften the rips so they wouldn't rip off. And um, it's it's amazing. And it just kind of sits on your lips. And I love putting it on at night because it just absorbs yes. and makes them I so love soft. It. Yeah, thick stuff at night on my lips is like the great. You wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, my lips are so soft. Yeah, so that's Dr. Lip with two Ps. Everyone go get it. I want to talk about like a chapstick. So we were just talking about that earlier. Mm-hmm. I got the Kula uh, SPF 30 Lip Lux. And I will say I love it for the daytime because it's super moisturizing and it has SPF 30. And it's like so great because you need to also protect your lips from the sun. And this is like a perfect product and it's all, you know, organic and all that. So well, that's such a good point. You really do. I had my picture taken under UV therapy and that was actually one of my worst areas of sun damage was around my really? lips mm-hmm. interesting you're right because we forget to protect them from the sun i know Such- that's why i wanted to buy this because i'll drive in the car because i have long commutes to my you know job sometimes and i just feel the sun beating down on my lips as i'm driving yeah i mean you have super thin skin there usually with our eyes we have them covered with sunglasses but we really don't protect our lips and the skin is very thin there as well yeah just as thin as the lips if not more delicate because it's a mucous membrane it's not even you know, normal Ugh. skin. Yes, I need to get on that. Yeah. I mean, I, I have some. I always, like, put SPF on that. But, you know, as it, because it is a mucous membrane, I would yeah. probably need to reapply more. 
Yeah, you got you. You should try the Kula one. Let me know if you find another brand that you like. I like right, a Hawaiian topic one right now. It's always my beach bag. Okay. But, I mean, I think it's very basic. So I just yeah. like some yeah. coconut oil wax and. That's what yeah. I've had some waxy ones, and I really like the Kula one because it's like really silky smooth. It does. It's not waxy because I'm really yeah. sick of the waxy chapsticks. Not gonna mm-hmm. lie. Want to talk about like lipsticks real quick? Lip gloss. Yes. I mean, lipsticks and lip glosses are so popular right now. I think that's kind of like the biggest makeup trend of the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, lips are definitely in. For some permanent, not permanent, what am I saying? Like a lipstick that kind of lasts all day but doesn't super dry out your lips because that's like a big thing of mine. I really like Stila. I think them and Huda, they're kind of like the best I've tried for mattifying long, long-lasting lip colors. My favorite is the YSL Tattooage. It literally feels like there's nothing on your lips. You literally you never have to worry about transfer or stickiness or anything like that. I yeah. love it. It's got a lot of pigment, and it feels like it just slips into your lip. Yeah. Um, the Kat Von D, I hear, is pretty good, but I did try one from her recently, and it was so sticky on my lips, and I was so bummed because I know she's, like, super environmentally friendly with her products and mm-hmm. – you know, all that cruelty-free stuff, but I, I really couldn't get on board. Maybe I just need to retry another one because I hear great things about it. Yeah. Another one I like are the NARS crayons. Those, Those are, are nice. They transfer yeah. a little bit, but I, I like it. I think yeah. they're really easy. I just recently tried the Fenty Beauty one, and I got, I don't know, it's like Freckle Frenzy or something. I don't know. Maybe you guys know what I'm talking about. It's, the writing is too small in the two for me to read because I feel like an old person. Like, I can't read this. <laughs> but anyway it's like the best color ever it's really kind of like it's weird it's like a kind of like a chalky mousse but it does kind of last a while it's got a really weird texture it's not super long lasting but it does last and it's like this weird like orangey brick red because I can't wear bright red lipstick because I look like a freaking poser I don't know with like, the blonde hair and everything it's like too much too extra you can't do it either I mean we both look stupid with red lipstick I still try <laughs> you could probably pull it off more than I can. I don't know. Maybe. I just I feel like an idiot with red lipstick on. So I like to do the more orangey red if I can get away with it. See, I feel like, yeah, you you got a little more orangey red. Where I, If I try to pull a red lip, I'm more of like the bluish toned reds. You know what I mean? Where it's I a little agree bit, with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. But I feel like that's more to do with how I like skin tone a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Because I'm more olive. You're more fair. Mm-hmm. Bright, um, bright, bright red. That's, it is. Yeah. It's going to look like a wannabe a little bit. Yeah, it's a little extra. I like the Anastasia. They have really good glosses. I got a sample once in my Sephora box, and I was like, oh, my God. This is, like, thick-ass gloss that, like, lasts for a long time. I was really surprised by it. It has really good colors. That's the Super color pigmented. It's a good one. Super pigmented. Buxom's a good plumping one for yeah. all you people who want a little plump without the filler or sometimes with the filler. I mean, I like to plump it up a little bit. That's true. I mean, I, yeah, I like the Buxom one because it's like a gentle one. Some of the fillers are not fillers. Some of the plumpers make my lips a little irritated because of all the capsaicin and the chemicals in it can be a little irritating to your um, lips. Yeah, it's usually causing it to plump by giving you a little irritation, but sometimes it's too much for people to handle. Also, I want to bring up really quick because someone was telling me about Grand Lips, which apparently is pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this? Yeah, I have. Yeah, so like you wear it's almost kind of like a lip gloss and it plumps, but it has like peptides and whatnot in it. 
So it restores, you know, your lip vitality and youthfulness. So I think that is a pretty good product too. I haven't tried it yet, but I hear good things about it. I haven't tried this one either, the Too Faced Lip Injection Extreme. Ooh, I tried that one. Did you like it or is that irritating It was gray, but it was too irritating for me. Mm -hmm. My skin was just too sensitive for it. Another really, really good one is the Skin Medica HA5. It actually usually comes in a set where one is a smoothing and one is a plumping. I usually put the smoothing on first and the plumping on after. And it's just looking, makes sure it looks really nice. Yeah, I've heard good things about that one too. People like it. Yeah, it's a really great treatment. How are you on um, scrubs? You like in lip scrubs? You know, I don't do them as much as I probably should. I've tried scrubs in the past, but I, I know we've talked about this before, but I'm just like a fan of like, if you want to scrub your lips, just literally put sugar with some coconut oil and rub it on your damn lips and save yourself some money. I feel like all the ones out there anyway are pretty much a combination of that. Some yeah, sort of they're all sugar oil and some and sort of sugar. oil. Yeah. So, you can do it on your face too because it's super gentle. I mean, totally. sugar dissolves. Sugar's a good exfoliant. So I have a couple, but it's pretty much just different versions of that. I think they're great. I like to use them, especially because I do get dry. I really think they're a great treatment sometimes. To get I'll that even dead take skin off. my electric toothbrush and just run it over. Ooh, my that's lips. smart. So, I never thought about that little trick. Yeah, you know. Because I don't like to get it on the lips. I feel like I'm struggling and I'm like, where am I massaging? The sugar is getting all over my chin and my upper lip. Mm-hmm. Like, where is this going? So I feel like the toothbrush would be like a really easy, controlled way to do that. Let yeah, try it's really it nice. Now. I think sugar lip, how do you, that brand sugar. Yeah, fresh. Yeah. yeah. Fresh and they make the sugar lip. They have like a whole line of like sugar lip stuff. Yeah, I think it's sugar, sugar fresh. Yeah. They have a lip treatment and it's actually a stick. I feel like a stick would be easier, but most of the time I find lip. Yeah scrubs in a jar and I just feel like it is like the same thing yeah. and it just like kind of disperses but whatever it works enough for me you know I like it do it if you want electric toothbrush it <laughs> whatever <laughs> anything you guys have tried we need to try let us know and that's lips people that wraps up lips get them filled keep them polished smack some lipstick on and go about your day with your head held high do it right. Wear that SPF on them lips, too. What's that old Southern saying? Bless your heart. <laughs> you can put Done. some lipstick on a pig, but it ain't a lady. Oh, my God. Please say that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thanks for listening, everyone. And if you just love our podcast, please rate us on iTunes. We appreciate all the stars you have to give. Also, stop by our website, locomedpros.com, for more information about today's topics and products we mentioned. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, at locomedpros, where you can even see pictures of our real patients. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, email or DM us, and we can address those topics on future episodes. Um, Also, thanks again. Catch you next time. Bye.